This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our free guide, Shave 10 Hours Off Your Work Week. In this in-depth, action-focused guide, you'll discover why it feels like you don't have enough time, and it will tell you how to reclaim 10 hours each week. Just imagine what you could do with 10 more hours. So make sure to get your free guide today at focusonthispodcast.com slash shave. Courtney, do you want to do the, do you want to be verbs this episode? You want to be verbs? <clears throat> I, there's no way I can be verbs, but I will do my best. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> were you going to, you were going to do a verbs impression. That's what you were about to no, do. No, I wasn't. I just like, hold on, let me see if I can do it. I just can't. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distractions, get the right stuff done, and finally start loving Mondays. I'm Courtney Baker here with Blake Stratton, also known as Blake. Uh, wait, who is the guy I get you confused with? Um, I think, who is that guy you get me confused with? Let's see. What's, what's uh, the country music guy? Blake Shelton. No, no, no. You're thinking you get me confused with Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> That's what you. Yeah. When I was uh, surfing on vacation, you saw mainstream. You're like, is that Chris Hemsworth you're hanging out with? I'm like, no, that's me. That's me. I am not even going to respond uh, about any of this, but good job picking my favorite uh, celeb. Um, okay. Well, <laughs> Blake. I want your true confession uh, because these are my confessions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, have you ever fallen off the full focus planner bandwagon? I asked you this question, so you couldn't ask me. <laughs> have I ever fallen off the full focus planner bandwagon? Yes. I uh, have I ever stopped using the planner for a time? Yes, um, like right now, actually. I just got back from some vacation. I did not open that thing at all, um, but uh, that's just real life, people. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think there are definitely seasons where, you know, kind of all of a sudden you haven't used your planner in a week. Maybe you were on vacation or maybe you were on leave or just things – were crazy. Maybe you were dealing with a really hard time. And so this month, August, we really wanted this month to be kind of a reset for all of us. You know, January was a long time ago. Um, maybe you've taken off time this summer. Maybe like Blake, you just got back from a vacation. Maybe things have been slow around the office. I don't know where you work, but <laughs> uh, that doesn't happen here very often. And um, Maybe you were expecting your workload to get ramped up. Um, but right now, August, you know, it's kind of like almost the school year starting. It kind of just feels like a good time to kind of reset, um, especially if you've fallen off uh, the bandwagon with your full focus planner. So today we're going to get back to the basics and kind of remind you of the little actions that can make a big difference. Well, you know. It happens to all of us. 
if, especially if you use the full focus planner, I've talked to people all the time. Oh, I've, I fell off. I feel bad. I need to get back in the habit. If that's you, um, don't worry. You, I'm not your lifeline today. Okay. Cause I've, I've done it too. We upgraded. We have a special guest for this episode. The one and only the director of marketing for full focus, Marissa Hyatt. Marissa Hyatt, welcome back to the show, Back by Popular Demand. Yeah. <laughs> Yay. Thanks, Blake. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Nick. Wow. Thank you, everybody. Where was that when that super, was introduced? Super excited. And this is a great <laughs> welcome. Courtney, you know what I realized? We've never done this podcast together. We haven't. Yeah, I think that's – it's so – for everybody listening, Marissa did several episodes, I think, while I was out on maternity leave um, and just was phenomenal. I enjoyed listening to them myself. Um, but you and I, no, we haven't, and we work very, very closely together. I get to see Marissa way more than I get to see Blake, so this is really fun. Blake, I wish I saw you more, but I, I don't, so. I think, Blake, she just said that I won – the situation. <laughs> yeah. That's what I, I heard. That, well, I didn't have my hopes up. I'm, I'm, I feel like that's, I have a realistic perspective on that. But I'm excited you're here again, Marissa, because this is something I think all of our listeners can relate to. This need, this feeling to get back on track. And I think it naturally happens in the summertime. Like I just mentioned, for me, you go in vacation mode, or, you know, or the, it's, it's sun's out, you're having a good time. And then it's, it's just with this season, I feel like it's right on time. So yeah, we have some keys uh, that we can give you some prompts for, but I'm looking forward to your perspective on these just because for those of you that haven't heard us talk in, in detail about the inner workings of Michael Hyatt and company, let me just tell you, Marissa handles a lot of things and that's just at work. Obviously, it's you know win at work and succeed at life, but y'all on the marketing team, you got a lot to do. I, there's a reason I'm not Courtney on your team. That's, that's a lot. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I keep you busy, but let's be truthful. Marissa keeps herself busy. Uh, Marissa true. is like, I literally the other day I said my new nickname for Marissa is Mint, but because she loves like gardening and like you know she's a foodie and all the things, but Mint is like that that one plant that just like never stops growing, you know, like you're like, okay, mint, we have enough mint. We've got uh, mojitos for like forever. Is mojitos, do you make that with mint? Yeah. yeah. Yes. I'm the wrong drink. Oh God. That's right. Just like, yeah, that's right. Okay. Uh, you know, we've got enough for our mojitos for like forever, uh, but like it just like keeps and keeps growing. Um, and that is definitely Marissa. So uh, I'm super grateful to get to work with you. Wait, you know, that would have been nice. It's like 10 a.m., but – now I'm like, yeah, mojitos. Mojitos sounds great. <laughs> That's not one of the keys today. Cocktails, yeah, no. uh, somehow it did not make this list. It did but not, no. The main idea when it comes to getting back on track is to not try to just hustle your butt off or try to try to change the past, but just return to the basics, return to mm -hmm. the essentials uh, that make this system that we teach, this full focus system, work. So that's really what we're going to cover is just what are the keys to those basics and how can you utilize them to get back on track? Sound good, everybody? Sounds great. Yes. Courtney, what's the first key? Yeah, the first key, um, and this may be obvious, but again, we're I think it's really important for us all to get back to the basics here. The first key is annual goals. Uh, 
you need your goals because without them, guys, you just you don't have a destination. You know, without them, you are drifting. And drifting is never a destination we choose. Again, it's just like you're out there, you know, like good luck, you know. <laughs> I hope you drift somewhere good. So the key here really is to start with what you want um, in every life domain, not just work. Uh, I know that's it's really easy for all of us to fall into that trap. Um, but to build goals for your whole life um, that are going to help you get where you want to go. This last um, quarter in Q2, so like I came in, I think I was on the podcast in Q1 a couple times and I was like crushing it. I had accomplished all these goals. I, my rituals were like solid. Then I moved um, and everything went out the window and Q2 was a hot mess. I had written down goals, didn't accomplish one. Um, I We had a lot of things going on at work that just, um, it was just a busy, busy season. And um, and then personally, obviously, my whole world was kind of thrown upside down. I had a new house and was thrown into home ownership, which was super exciting, but also very overwhelming. And um, just a few weeks ago, I decided I've got to get kind of back to basics, exactly what we're talking about. So I went through, revised my goals. Um, what I had set out originally was like no longer relevant. And so I went back to those, um, to those basics, made sure they were smarter. And guys, I just have to say, I finally feel back with it. I'm like not a hundred percent there, but I would say I'm probably 80% back on track and it feels so much better. And it is so true, Courtney, that if you don't have a destination. You're just drifting. And that's totally what was happening to me in the last quarter. And it was stressful. It didn't feel good to just not have anywhere I was going, you know, no clear direction. So anyways, I think that this is such a great key uh, to just get back mm-hmm. to those goals to give you that kind of North Star to point towards. So much of feeling off track is in your head. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why it's so helpful to, even if you had annual goals or some version of them, to just write them down again, to rewrite them down. There's something about that practice that I think almost kickstarts a mental and emotional momentum that is super helpful, even if you don't take any action towards the goals, just thinking, oh yeah, what do I want? And taking the time to write it down reconnects your mind in emotion, I think, to that chosen destination. And that has tremendous benefit. So don't feel, you know, if you've been avoiding annual goals or, or even looking at them because, oh, I'm probably behind or probably this, or I don't know if I can really do it. Just start small, write it down and, and put it somewhere, you know, that you can see it, R- write it on a piece of paper, stick it to your forehead so other people can see it, whatever you got to do. But it, it will certainly help even though it's a, one small action. Yeah. And I think the, the goal visibility thing is so important. We, we talk about this a lot, you know, here on the podcast, um, in our emails that keeping your goals visible is critical to your success. And, um, the, I think personally, the way that I do this, um, it's, it's really worked for me. So I, we have a great sheet that you can print out. If you go to focus on this podcast.com slash printables, I believe is the link. Um, but we have a great, uh, goal, annual goals poster that you can type in your goals, print it out. I have one on my refrigerator. 
I have one right here uh, in my home office, and then I have another one in my bathroom. So every morning when I'm getting ready, I'm seeing those uh, goals. And we also have this baked into our full focus journal. So every morning when I'm journaling, I quickly go back and reference those goals. And keeping them visible actually helps you get your wheels turning to say, what can I do today to move forward on this goal? And that has tremendously helped me. I think that's honestly part of the reason this last quarter that I really struggled was I didn't have my goals visible at all. Key number two is weekly objectives. You know, I think we all know this, but big goals get accomplished through small steps. You know, I wish it was just like we could set goals and just do one big activity and be like, we did it. We, you know, crush it. But unfortunately, you know, that's just not how it works, especially if you're writing smarter goals. You won't achieve your goals unless you can break them down into daily actions. And guys, for me, I would say it's very rare for me to like totally, I mean, fall off the planner because it's so ingrained into like who I am at this point. But what I find sometimes is that I miss a weekly preview. And that is, oh, guys, I can tell a huge difference when I have not done a weekly preview, um, especially if it's like, if it's happened twice in a row, which rarely happens. But I, it's just like all of a sudden I'm like out to sea with like nothing tethering me back to like what is most important. And so I think this weekly objective part is really, really important for everyone's success. Yeah. And I think one of the best questions, like I was saying, with having your goals visible, asking yourself, what can I do this week to move one step closer to my goal? I think that's such an easy question to ask yourself. Um, You know, we really have this baked into our weekly preview inside of the full focus planner. Um, But even if you haven't yet gotten your full focus planner or you're just kind of here to learn, you know, productivity tips and things, if you ask yourself that question every single week, guaranteed you're going to be able to make progress on your goals. There's no question. It gives you like a laser focus during the week that constantly, it's kind of like a, you know, in guided meditation where it's like your mind just starts drifting and then all of a sudden they're like, okay, come back to your breath. I don't know if you guys do any type of meditation, but I feel like when you come back to your breath, it's like you have that clear focus. And that's to me what those weekly big three is, is like that coming back to the breath, coming back to, you know, those main objectives that you need to accomplish this week to make progress on your goals. I really think what we've done here is we've really systematized thinking about your work. And I think that's actually a really good definition of productivity is actually you've got to have the process of like thinking about your work. And we we use the word you have to be intentional all the time. We're like, you have to be intentional about this. You have to be intentional because that's what true productivity is. It's not just like responding to every – email in your inbox, like that's doing a lot of things, but that's not actually being productive. And so I, that's why I think when I miss my weekly preview, it hurts so much is because I didn't do any deep thinking about what I'm actually doing. Yeah. That's why this is a basic. This is why it's an essential thing. It ultimately comes down to chaos is usually the, the thing that happens when we are out, uh, we, we feel out of control of ourselves and our life. And all these basics are designed to help you regain that sense of control over the things that you can control. So 
setting course every week with a few objectives helps you feel that and helps you do that very practically. This probably seems really obvious to most people, which is that your weekly big three should reflect your annual goals, right? Like whatever you're focusing on that quarter, Mm -hmm. that's how you're kind of chunking it down into your weekly big three. One of the things I realized, um, and I don't know if, if you guys have experienced this too, is that I was just doing what needed to happen that week and wasn't using that goal or those goals as kind of that um, GPS system. And when I shifted my weekly big three to really be about taking next steps on my goals, that's when I started really accomplishing goals. Like Q1, when, when I implemented this, I accomplished five goals that quarter. Like it was like I was just banging them out because every single week I was doing one thing that was was propelling me versus what my calendar told me or uh, you know my task list was saying needed to happen that week. So I don't know if that's how y'all think about your weekly big three or what kind of yeah. questions you ask as you're setting those. Yeah, absolutely. I will just add, I think that is exactly uh, how the system should work. The other thing that I ask myself is, how do I want to feel at the end of this week and what things need to be accomplished this week to get me there? Oh, so, I like that. you know, like at the end of the work week, if I want to feel awesome or like, you know, which is usually the answer, I want to feel awesome. I'm uh, looking to feel bad this week. <laughs> yeah, this week. This week can be a bad week, but next week we'll get back to awesome. No, like wh- how do I want to feel at the end of this week? And then like what if I what needs to be accomplished to get me there? And a lot of times that naturally reorients me to my goals because it's usually like the really important things. That's what I want to get done, you know. And if you've set your goals up right, you know, they are exciting. You know, you're motivated. You have a really strong why. Um, so that's that's one that kind of guides my thinking as well. I love that. So – Annual goals, weekly objectives, that brings us to key three, which is where the rubber meets the road, daily action, daily action. There's certainly benefit to thinking through, you know, a lot of what we've talked about so far is thinking work. And this third key also is some thinking work, but this is really where stuff happens. It's the daily actions. You can't do an annual goal. You can't even do a weekly objective. You can only do daily tasks. So in this key, what we want to just remind you of is to set intentionally, not 15 tasks for your day, but a limited, very important, high leverage, daily big three three tasks that are the most helpful, the most important things to move you towards those weekly objectives. Key the third. Marissa, what have you learned? You know, you've been setting daily big threes for a while. What are some things that you've learned about this process that would be helpful for those that are trying to return to the basics of this? Yeah, I think... um you know, like I said, with the weekly big three, I'm trying to focus really on my goals for that and what I need to do this week to move forward on them. However, with my daily big three, it's a little bit different because it is about what needs to get done today. 
So for instance, one of my daily big three today is to record this episode. Um, That doesn't tie into my goals, but it's something I need to do today. It's important. And so I think as you're thinking through setting your daily big three, asking yourself, what can I do today to, to move towards my goals? And what is important for me to accomplish today? So those aren't always, you know, tied together. They certainly can be, but um, that's just kind of how I, how I like to think about it. That's usually, you know, first thing in um, my day when I'm doing my workday startup ritual, I go through my calendar, I go through my task list, I look back at that weekly big three, and that's kind of the, the main areas that I'm looking to set my daily big three. Yeah, it's almost like an algorithm. Like you're taking those pieces and like spitting out what your daily big three should be. And I think you bring up such a great point. A lot of times people ask us about a goal versus a project. You know, obviously there are lots of things that still have to be accomplished that are not goals, that are outside of your goals. And there, you know, a lot of times those are going to end up on your daily big three, but there also should be that component of what are, you know, there are going to be things scattered throughout the week that are moving you towards your weekly objectives that are tied to your annual goals. So that is, again, I I know all of you listening where you're like, we know, Courtney, it's the full focus system, but it is, that is, that is really the magic of this, this planner. Absolutely. And if you're wondering, well, that's great, but what happens if I miss something on my daily big three? Because I've been there before. This is a teaser. We are going to cover that more in depth later this month. So it's good. So if you thought about unsubscribing just because Verbs isn't here, Mm -hmm. that's the hook. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) Well, let's do this. You know, normally we do final thoughts when when we come towards the end of the episode. And, And here what we've covered so far is just some essentials for getting back on track the key of you know annual goals, weekly objectives, daily tasks, right? It's it's that natural, logical flow to go from vision level, desire level to action level. But what do you think of this? Instead of maybe just giving me one final thought, what if we each shared just kind of a bonus tip for those listening who need some help to get back on track? Some things that have worked for us could be small things, could be big things that just help you know restart the the gears of productivity. Okay, I can go first. Go for it. But I'm going to cheat because I really have to. Uh, So one is for your weekly preview. If you've found, or maybe you've never started doing a weekly preview, which I like love that you uh, hopefully are using the planner because really I think the magic of the system is the weekly preview. But if you've fallen off off track with that, uh, first of all, schedule it. Um, and even maybe pair it with something you would be really excited about. Like, you know, decide, go to like a coffee shop on Sunday evening and do your weekly preview. Make it a thing. Make it an event uh, to try to help, you know, kickstart getting back on track with that. In addition, I just want to add one disclaimer with your your daily big three. Just a reminder, it does not have to be three. It can be one. Uh, or days like today, I'm basically in meetings all day today. uh, And I really don't have any time for some, any other big three items. And so really today I just have two and that's great. So I just always want to remind people that you have the power to do that. That's so good. Um, My biggest tip is 
really about getting excited again, because I think in order for you to get back on track and, um, you know, kind of kickstart productivity and goal achievement, and all of those things, if you're not excited about where you're heading, like that is going to be the most underwhelming, I'm over it, I'm not gonna stick in this for the long haul. So I would encourage you to go back to those goals. Maybe you haven't even set goals yet. Um, and if you haven't, this is a great opportunity to do that. If you have, go back to those goals and make sure that they are following that smarter framework. And you know, one of the best parts of that smarter framework that um, differentiates it from just a smart goal is it has to be exciting. And if it's not exciting to you, like genuinely exciting, like get you out of bed in the morning, get you going, scrap it. Like there's no harm in scrapping it, you know, replace it with something that is exciting. Um, and with that said, make sure your goals are visible. I think if, if you lose sight of them, if they're just, you know, in your planner, but you're not really referencing them, uh, it's going to be really easy to not get back on track. So I think having that kind of North star of where you're heading is incredibly helpful. I think my tip would be to not go it alone. This is a temptation for me is I get off track. I don't really talk to anybody about it. And I just sort of try to fix it myself. Mm -hmm. And I'm amazed. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an introvert. But when I, when I actually sit down with someone for the express purpose of just talking about, hey, what are your goals? How's it going? You know, what's been going on? Two things happen. One, blind spots get revealed. Things that I didn't, I wasn't even aware of causes, obstacles of my success, you know, things that are keeping me from making progress all of a sudden are illuminated. And the second thing that happens is those obstacles start to shrink. So usually the obstacle gets revealed. And then as you keep talking, it starts to shrink because you go, oh yeah, like that's totally solvable. And and that can just be because you have a sounding board. It could be because this person is you know, giving you some feedback as well. But no matter what the case is, if you're off track, find a friend, a spouse, whatever, and schedule a coffee just to talk about this stuff. Because I guarantee you, it will you'll leave encouraged and more hopeful and more powerful as you try to get back on track. I love that. That's so good. Such great advice. So you don't have to drift through life. You can get back on track with your planner uh, by returning to the basics, your annual goals, your weekly objectives, and your daily actions. So thanks everybody for joining us on Focus on This. This is the most productive podcast on the internet. So please share it with your friends and be sure to join us in the Full Focus community. You'll see our friend Marissa there uh, pretty frequently. And uh, you can also get a lot of encouragement, uh, people chasing really big goals just like you. So we'll be here next week for another great episode. Until then, stay, stay focused. focused. Welcome to another episode of Focus on This, the most productive podcast on the internet so you can banish distraction and wait, I'll also win. <laughs>
Man, that was so good. Blake's arms are even better, though. I like out of the corner of the eye, I see Blake like dancing. I just like couldn't do it any longer. This episode of Focus on This is brought to you by our free guide Shave 10 Hours Off Your Work Week. In this in-depth, action-focused guide, you'll discover why it feels like you don't have enough time, and it will tell you how to reclaim 10 hours each week. Just imagine what you could do with 10 more hours. So make sure to get your free guide today at focusonthispodcast.com slash shave.